Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Holy shit. Thanks, C3 Penis Face and R2 Dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Man. <laughs> Just getting in the mood. This is uh, fabulous. I am Omar. I'm Commander Cody. I wanted to know exactly how long you were just going to sit there and stare at me before you said something. You know, sometimes it's nice just to let it all settle in. Soak up all the claps of uh, the millions of fans and uh, patrons that that are literally uh, live with us at this very second. That are physically giving me money. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. Episode 144. We're rolling along. We have had such an amazing amount of things. Sometimes you go on these dry spells and ain't shit happening for an entire month. Mm-hmm. Listen, the past two weeks have been <laughs> just jam-packed. So uh, we've got a lot to talk about, including what we got, Infinity War. We yep. got Solo next week. We had a May 4th event that went fucking awesomely. Yeah. Awesomenessly. Fantabulousness. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Like you said, Dead, sometimes Deadpool there's nothing. Came and... out, Deadpool 2 came out. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. Jesus, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time we were with you guys, I believe it was with Mr. Drew Carpishan. So uh, if you guys are just checking us out or, uh, I don't know, fucking around tonight, <laughs> you I would definitely highly recommend going back to Drew. What is it? Drew 2. Um, what it was number? 142. Yeah. Oh, we did another episode between there and there? Uh, we did. It was I was at the uh, History Center for the May 4th thing that our oh, buddy Nick invited me to. I understand. Congratulations. Yeah, which you you, weren't, you couldn't make it to, but we uh, I did a f- few little live chats there about Star Wars and why people hate it. Uh, so that was fun. So that ended up being episode 143. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, a lot's happened. You went to, uh, you went out west. Um, I, I went on a fucking East Coast belligerence with Lord Kerner uh, right after May 4th event, and it, it was fun. You know, whenever you want perfect weather, Travel with Kerner. It was like mid-70s, breezy and beautiful every fucking day. The moment we got in my car to take him to the um, airport, started sprinkling. And it rained nonstop for like a week, right? Yeah, it's it's seriously, and I'm not joking, it's it's rained for a, probably seven days straight. And most of, most of those days was downpour or thunderstorm or something going on. You know, um, I love how we always start things off just talking about the weather. I think that's funny. Well, I think I hate point, talking the about the weather, was, but we we ended up doing it anyways, and I I love it actually. So the whole point was is if you want to have a good time on your vacations, bring Kerner along, and he <laughs> will have control great the weather. weather and all the inside jokes that you could ever hope to have in your life. Yeah, yeah. He's not only uh, a a smoke show wizard, but he's a <laughs> cloud manipulator. So what is a smoke show wizard? What does that entail, please? <laughs> Because I need to know. I don't think that's ever been said before. Uh, and I it's, don't it's know. It's nothing. So it's nothing. <laughs> it isn't um, anything. Also, Commander and I have been up and down and all around with uh, video games. 
Yeah. Um, I finally actually finished uh, Resident Evil 4. Um, it is, while not by uh, Kerner's terms, uh, the best movie or best <laughs> thing ever, but it is, I was surprised, first of all, how long it was. Um, I just kept playing and playing. I'm like, man, I have to be getting to the end. And like 10 hours later, I was getting there. I was like, Jesus. Um, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, it, it's, they go by chapters, I guess. And each chapter, it goes into a different part or theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was like uh, old town farmy kind of field. The first, the second, I forget. Third, there was like a castle. The fourth was like a medical facility, and it was kind of creepy. Um, and then like, the fifth like, was um, golden eye levels. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> along those lines, but uh, in a very creepy way. Because you got to think, like, we were when I was in a medical area. You know, I'm running around low on ammo. I would just see a bed, like, it through glass, like someone was doing major surgery, yeah. but the bed's broke. And then you just hear this breathing behind you. And it's just, it's fucking creepy. Fuck, man. And Because there's these big beast monsters. It almost, no joke, it look, kind of looks like uh, Doomsday, <laughs> um, but with uh, venom teeth, real sharp venom teeth. And he just stands there and stares down at you. Yeah. Holy shit. But the first thing you notice is their breath. And if they're anywhere near you, you'll just hear the. It's just like, oh, my God, he's around. It's what the fuck. And the first thing you see is their eyeballs because they glow. Oh, my God. It's terrifying. Do you have Um, a. um, What's it called? Like a surround sound uh, headset? No, I just I honestly don't even because it's for I think that game was for like N64 shit or PlayStation 2. (laughs) N64. No, it was for GameCube and PS2. GameCube. Really? Yeah. Because I had yeah, it on that, GameCube. I just only beat like the first two chapters. How high definition speakers do I need for a game from GameCube? You know, that's a good question. I think those are still stereo. Gotta but be. That's one thing that um, uh, Tommy Boy ever... He was the first person that I ever saw. Um, it was like, well, we got uh, Skyrim that had a surround sound Bluetooth headset for the PlayStation. First time I had ever seen one. It was fucking sweet. And I just got one uh, yesterday. So I'm no, it makes stuff. sense, especially with the newer games, because they yeah. they plan on that shit. Especially like Battlefield, you'll hear shit blowing up behind you, right? Um, so it's kind of an alert system too. Well, I'm sure where you're about to go next is that we've been on and off with video games for so long, and we finally had somebody show us the ways of Fortnite, which we're both fucking terrible at. But uh, like in Fortnite and PUBG, that's the the main way to spot enemies and stuff is um where you hear them coming from. Like footsteps and shots and everything like that. So having the headset makes all the difference for that. Well, I got the the standard shitty Xbox headset. So it's just the one ear with the the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that only does voices. It doesn't play, do any game audio. Oh, you're so that's why like you guys keep yelling like you hear shots. And I'm like, I hear nothing because like the video game's muted or some oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you got to get an upgrade, dude. Yeah, I just I don't game as much as I uh, used to. True, but you can get something fairly cheap, man. Um, but I got these ones. I don't. I know nothing about like gaming equipment. I just saw that they were highly rated and they were on sale. All right, um, John Snow of the gaming community, <laughs> get it? You know nothing. <laughs> but they're really nice, high quality. I'm, they're comfortable as hell. I can wear them all day and not give a shit. Well, let me see them. They're right here. You're, oh yeah, you can't see me on Zoom. Sorry. Here they okay. are. What are they? Turtle ones? No, it's some brand called um, HX. HX, yeah, it's eight, the H stands for something. 
The box is out there. I don't even know what the fuck they are. But they're nice. <gasps> Holy X. Holy X. Holy X Gaming. Holy X Gaming. No, that's... Uh, they're nice. That might like be them. something to look into. If I drop 50 bucks or something on that, might be uh, worth it. Um, yeah. yeah. If, I, if, like I, if I had to give a rating to like Resident Evil, mm -hmm. just to end that conversation... For back in the day, it would have easily been three out of three. Um, the controls are a little dated. You get used to it somewhat quickly. Um, and it almost... I have a feeling that even back in the day, they still limited those controls because that's part of the game. Like, you're not supposed to be quick uh, yeah. or anything. It's a slow-paced, creepy fucking game. I never got used to the controls in any of those games. <laughs> Well, and I think I mentioned it before. It's the one joystick looks and moves you. Yeah. So you're you're going back to N64 days where it does fucking everything. Um. So it's just, but uh, like I said, I think it, it it like added to the creepiness or the I don't know feel for the game that mm -hmm. it, not everything was quick and easy to do. You had to like struggle to turn the fuck around, and then there's a beast in your face, and you're like, right. what the fuck, right? Um. But yeah, I would still, to this day, give it a solid two out of three. I would definitely recommend it. It's a really good game. It's fun. A lot longer than I expected. Um, and it's pretty straightforward. It's not not hard to... The gameplay is not hard. It's a hard game, but the gameplay is very easy. If like that makes sense. You walk around and see zombies and they try to kill you. Yeah, it's like pretty it's straightforward. Like, like, even, the even the inventory is very straightforward. Like Sometimes when I walk into... Um, like KOTOR 2, there's so much shit that you can get and upgrade, and then you have two stances and all this shit. No. This game, you pick up a fucking gun, and you have ammo. And then you pick up first aid <laughs> sprays, you put them in your fucking briefcase, and you're fucking done. It's not. It's a very straightforward, simple game. So you have first aid sprays in this one? It's not the, uh, the green herbs that you had to get in it, the first one? It has both. So oh, okay. what you can actually do is there's three color herbs, yellow... Green, green and red, red. and yeah. you can combine them Ooh. and not only does it heal you all the way but it adds to your total health a little bit um Dang. and i didn't notice that until the end of the fucking game i wish i would have noticed that earlier so you were going through um, handicap the whole time <laughs> uh somewhat i just didn't i wasn't look like if i saw a red herb on the ground by a bunch of fucking zombies i'm not going to go out of my way just for a red herb right but um i might have you know, after thinking about it, because I could have com uh, combined it with something else, but combounded, combounded it. So uh, that's good. Yeah, it's definitely still a solid two out of three. It's I think it's ten bucks, ten bucks on uh, Xbox Live. So I would highly recommend uh, jumping over there and grabbing. And it. is it so? It's it's on a Xbox One. Is it remastered at all, like better graphics and stuff, or is it literally just ported over? Uh it had to have been updated a little bit. Yeah. It's still not good. Um, but it was smoother than I expected. That's all okay. I'll say. Okay. And maybe the cutscenes, some of the uh, cutscenes may have been uh, upgraded because they they whore the girls out a lot in that game. By the way, <laughs> it's every girl's like their pants is ripped. They're they're wearing half a shirt. Like yeah, the whole premise of the game was you're you're saving the president's daughter. Yeah. And she she's she naked. acts like she's thirteen, and they're constantly like all over each other, and she, like it's just kind of raunchy. Honestly. Well. It was rated at the M, end, though, right? At the end, she tries to get with you, and and the dude, I forget the fucking name. The guy's like, uh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> then she turns into a zombie. You got to kill her too. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> um, um, speaking of these older games, have you uh, rocked any of the Star Wars Xbox 
now backwards compatible stuff yet? Uh, I did play Republic Commando. I think I've gotten probably four or five missions in. Um, it's a it's a fun game, and I can understand why it was so big back then. Um, but it's not as free range as you think, right? Um, yeah, it's but it's still fun. You, you kind of go through as a group, and if you get killed or are down, your but you can call your buddies over to get you back up, right? So it's a cool way to like have a squad even with AI. So, um, but outside of that, I already have Starfighter. Um, I had that for Xbox. And did, then did you notice Kotor- like really buggy shit in Republic Commando? Because mm. Battlefront One and Two are pretty solid. That's exactly how I remember them. But then I fired up Republic Commando, and it was really. I found it really tough to aim and get around because I would like be turning my aim. And then it would like lag for half a second. And all of a sudden I was looking the complete other direction, like behind myself. Oh, I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. I don't know why that was happening. It was, it was kind of, it was like really, really bad. Maybe just uninstall it and install it again. I don't know. Um, while Kerner was out this way, he downloaded, uh, KOTOR 2. He did, uh, he made a character, Lord Smoke Show. Um, (laughs) he was running around as a, as a hot blonde chick, I guess. Um, but I haven't I haven't booted Ugh. up Kotor two myself yet. I haven't played that one yet either. I just and did Star, Republic Commando because I was so excited about it, and I was like, "Well, this is actually like really hard to play because it's so glitchy." The Republic Commando, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Battlefront one and two are just the same way I remember them, which is cool. Um, they fixed a lot of stuff in the new Battlefront two, so I actually didn't play those as much as I thought I would. But yeah, I was kind of disappointed in Republic Commando actually. Yeah, the new Battlefront Two is getting better and better. It's it's a fair. It's a we we keep saying it. It's a fun, playable game. It's just the the matchmaking's bad. It's really bad, and you can't choose anything. They did fix a lot of small bugs, and it is slowly getting better. Um, some of the skin, the new skins are kind of cool. Um, yeah, some of them are. What was the the coolest one? I'm trying to think. There was oh uh, Leia's one where she's the. Yeah, Leia's uh, Bausch is my favorite new one. Um, Bausch. Han on Endor with the trench coat and everything was pretty cool. There's yeah. some good stuff there. They're gradually fixing things. I, We were saying when we were trying to play the other day, I was like, I just don't know what their thought process is behind any of this shit. Because they added... Well, I mean, I they don't want to put spoilers out, I guess. Like, it's supposed to be Han Solo season. But we don't have any new characters or maps or any of that stuff. But when the last Jedi yeah. season came out, as soon as it came out, we had new characters we had Finn and Phasma and stuff like right away so I was just expecting that like they didn't give Chewie like a Chewie skin besides that stupid bandage on his arm would make sense if they <sighs> so dumb. made him look like the Chewie that we've seen in the trailer for Solo a little Why? younger and with the goggles and stuff like that would have made way more sense than that Why stupid the bandage fuck did they spend time and effort on that skin you literally just put a fucking band-aid on his arm like why am I spending money on that yeah, Who the you have fuck to is in it. charge of this shit? Fire him immediately. <laughs> Makes like, no why, sense, man. Why is Bosch a playable character? Or Bosk, I'm sorry. Bosk a playable character and not, I don't know, Dooku, Grievous, any other fucking character that's been on the screen longer than two seconds and only growl at a fucking <laughs> Imperial officer. I'm pissed at this shit. Like, he's a cool character, but there are so many other options. Why aren't we playing as Grievous right now? Why aren't yeah. we playing as... Anakin. We can't play as Anakin. Right. 
Oh my god! And then there's, there's always the debate of is it going to be light side Anakin or dark side Anakin? Dude, Mace Windu, Kiati Moody. <laughs> I want to see some badass Kit Fisto. Why Qui-Gon the fuck Jin. can it? Oh, it's not that hard, guys. It's really not. Yeah, I feel we keep repeating ourselves, but I just can't so, get past it. Like I said, it's more about they have been fixing stuff and releasing new stuff. I just don't know what their thought process is because why would you give Chewie a skin with one bandage and that's literally the only change? But you wouldn't like let me get Darth Maul's outfit on Tatooine where he still has the full hood and cloak on. Like that'd be that sweet. would be sweet. And you only had one lightsaber. If he had, if you as that skin, you would only swing one lightsaber around. That'd be cool. Yeah, I guess that would have to be a new character because his attacks would have to be different. But yeah, it, it's just it's really not that hard. Moving on, um, <laughs> Fortnite. Been, yeah. Oh, let's let's jump let's jump into this beer review. What the fuck we got? Oh my god, how do we forget about beer? All right, Galaxy. We know you uh, are fans of the actual show. We want to push our fanboy commentary into your ear, so uh, you can head on over. It's anywhere. It's accessed. It's uh, it's all available. If you want to try it out, you can have it. Our fanboy commentary is where we rant and rave over all of our uh, fandom movies. Obviously, we've done all the Star Wars and uh, continue to as they be as they be released, guys. Just just hold on. <laughs> As well as we did the uh, we rambling through the 90s Batman series. So a lot of latex and uh, Batman ass on screen. Plenty uh, enough to yell and rant and rave and laugh about. But if you guys are, again, huge fan of the show, you can hear uh, myself and Commander kind of bullshit our way through our favorite series from the 90s as well as, you know, Star Wars stuff. So if you've seen episode five a <laughs> hundred times... How new can it be? Listen to it uh, 101 times and throw our voices on there and kind of get some extra added uh, entertainment out of it. Uh, again, fanboy commentary. We're going to keep pushing that uh, and add more more movies as we uh, trudge along. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't have a beer. Um, hey, man. I, I do have... Listen to me. Windridge. No. And I've done a Windridge before, but it's a, a black cherry cider. That counts. That counts. I'll allow it. Now, I have had this before, um, oh, but I wanted to uh, review it Dane's gonna officially be because it was very good um, and it's kind of unique. So I wanted to sit down and actually, instead of just drinking it, kind of review it. I've also had mine before, so I will forgive you. Um, as I've mentioned many times, so this is uh, the Seventh Son. It's their American Strong Ale. As I've said a few times on the show, sometimes our office has big parties, and almost every single time there is a ton of leftover beer that they just throw in the fridge, and it's fair game. So there was a four pack of uh, see the this, floaties, this awesome Seventh Son, the floaty roadies. I see them, floaty boaties. I'm actually not pouring mine out today. I'm a bad beer riser. Oh, I don't even have a mug in here right now. Damn. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can drink I forg- it. I forgive myself. I guess that may- makes... <laughs> makes. So, have you it. been on a cider kick lately or something? No, why? It's like, last last time you had a cider too, didn't you? No, why? I thought you did. No, I maybe it was just it. also from Winbridge. Yeah, I also but it had... Wasn't a well, I had that. It was just like unfiltered pale ale. Oh, that's right, was, that's right. That's right. Yeah, My yeah. Um, no, this is an official... 
uh, I almost called it a brew. And I'll, this is an official cider that they make constantly. Sweet. Um, but yeah, I it's almost like the floaty Bodies over here. It looks like a Dr. Like Pepper. It's cool, but at the same time, it's like almost disconcerting. Like, <laughs> is this like rotted apple in here? If I let this sit out and, at any, like, does this have to be chilled? I don't know. I just don't know how this works because uh, with that much sediment, I don't even know what else to call it. With that much floaties in it, that many floaties, I don't. Is it just bits of apple? I want to know. Well, who Drink has it the and answers? figure it out. Come on, now. Uh, Cheers. Very light, very bubbly. Um, I almost would say this tastes like a wine almost. It's that, um, not bitter, but it's that tart. It doesn't look uh, very carbonated either. Mm. Like that's it one thing more, I usually like about ciders is that the, the ones that I like are they're sweet, but they have a lot of carbonation, so it balances it out. That one looks kind of flat, but again, it's not. Really it just uh, it, it didn't bubble up as much, but it's 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 rolling. It's rolling like a, a good uh, soda Ooh. pop. Is it now? Ooh, now this is good, man. I've had this one before. Um, Seven Sun for a while had. This and they had the Humulus Nimbus, which I both I love both of those when they started out, and they have a lot more now. Um, but this is a strong ale, like I said, it actually tastes just like Arrogant Bastard, not as intense, but it tastes very similar. And it's seven point seven percent, forty IBUs, and they have a poem on the back, do they? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, always, I'm not going to read it. Though. They either have absolutely nothing, <laughs> or there's a goddamn essay on the back of this shit. <laughs> it's true. The thesis on the way we brewed this beer is on the back of the can. So this uh, on the back of the Windridge uh, says dark sweet cherry juice blended at the tail end of fermentation, compromised of 100% PA pressed apples. This off. This you mean, you mean compromised, right? Huh? <laughs> you said compromised. It is compromised. It is, is it? compromised. Yeah. All right. Compromised. Well. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be so mad. Like, no, it's not. I know English. Uh, a natural orchard's compliment to the apple. Our black cherry cider is full of full body stone fruit cider, sweet tart. I don't. They're just a listing a bunch of shit. It's it's a good. It's good. It's a solid. It's not as. It's not as sweet as like a uh, Angry Orchard, but it is as tart. So it, it's kind of a, it's okay. kind of a cool. Yeah, this is I think much more drinkable. While I do like the sweetness of an Angry Orchard, that shit hits me hard. As far as I can only have like one because it's so sweet. Yeah. Um, this one it's uh, like you just is had a, a gallon of orange drinkable. juice. Gallon of orange juice. Yeah, like it's that much sugar. It feels like a you just drink a shit ton of orange juice. It doesn't does not feel great. Which one would you rather have, orange juice or apple juice? Uh, orange juice, for sure. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Who drinks apple juice on purpose? Kids. Five-year-olds. That's it. Kids. It's like the opposite of a beer drinking age. It's like once you get over the age of six, you're not allowed to have apple juice anymore. Um, my actual preferred preference is uh, <laughs> is uh, orange pineapple juice. I hear you. That stuff's pretty good. Yeah, that Dole stuff. I used to have that when I was a kid. Throwback. Dole, I, I prefer milk. Duds. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that information. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking as far as rating quality goes? You know, I want to... I'm, I'm going to keep this on par with a beer. 
And I know it's still going to be out of three, obviously, but even though this is really good and I, this is really good for a cider, it's not blowing me away. I've had beers blow me away that I drink it. I'm like, Jesus, who brewed this? I need to kiss their their mother. <laughs> this is not blowing me away, but it is extremely solid and a lot more drinkable than most ciders. Um, so I'm going to give it a solid two. <sighs> I want to push three, but I feel like I've given like the last five beers I've had all threes. Man, it's not, also, up to the, it's, not, it's not up to the beers before, man. I know, I know. I it's know. up to the beer in front of you. Maybe I'm just great at selecting beer to have. Uh-huh. No, I think, it, I think it's a three. Okay. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> no, it's good. So I'm a big fan of Arrogant Bastard. It doesn't have as big of a punch in the face, which is awesome because it makes it a little easier to drink. Um, it's a little smoother, but it still has that, um, that strong taste to it and it's 7.7 percent. so yeah it's good man it's one of their flagships i like it the can is cool um i'm gonna give it a three stars this can's kind of lame i'm not gonna I lie need a, like an alarm or a horn or something for a three-star beer like celebration like a oh mm. yeah this uh this can's actually really really lame yeah they they need to update this yeah sometimes those craft breweries are like just starting out and they make some good shit, but their cans are just like, what? Like at the bottom of the can, it shows a little town. It's like goddamn Pleasantville. And then above it, it just has a cherry and it says black cherry cider. In That's case you literally didn't know. the can. In case you didn't and know by all, the name of it. It's got It's cherry. all kind of like a purple <laughs> pink color for black cherry. So it was like, oh, this makes sense. Let's put it on there. So, Kern is here. Is that a low-carb strawberry beer? I actually just watched <laughs> uh, Beer Fest last night. So funny. So good. My favorite part is when Landfill has that stupid puppet and dude's trying to explain it's shit on the chalkboard. It's frustrating. <laughs> it's a bobble. It's like my favorite part. Ah, popo. So funny. Oh, man. Yeah, it's good. It still, still holds up. Um. Okay, back to the video game stuff. So two stars for you, right? You said, or you said one? Uh, I said solid two out of three. Solid two. Kerner, solid three Kerner's out of three. saying Ashley, which is the president's daughter in Resident Evil 4, is a babe. Kerner, I'm pretty sure she's like 13. Pretty sure you're on your way to jail right now. <laughs> Holy <laughs> that, that shit. That be happening. No, Beer Fest <laughs> is great. Um, so yeah, more video game talk. Shinobi was saying that Darth Nihilus is his second favorite of the KOTOR series. Like villain, I'm, I'm assuming you mean, or character, second favorite of the KOTOR series. I uh, I never actually beat that game, so I don't want to comment too much, but I, I just never liked him because of the way he talked and the fact that he can just think planets out of existence. <laughs> I was kind of like, eh, okay, that's enough. He's got the Infinity Stone. <laughs> the Infinity Saber <laughs> instead of the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. What's Mike saying over here? Nothing. Can't forget about epic Battle 4, Battlefield 4 moments, Mopar. Oh, yeah. Me and him, uh, we went we went balls deep a couple oh, night, a few nights quick, ago. Quick announcement as we're on there. So this is one, one of the main big news things on our very long list of stuff. Breaking news. Breaking news. May 23rd. So as we're recording this, that's this Wednesday. If you're listening to this right when it comes out, uh, they are announcing Battlefield 5. 
It's a world premiere of Battlefield Five. And the way guys. the logo and everything looked was very similar to four. So I think we're back in the the modern, modern day war era. Yeah. Or future war era, whatever. So that'll be exciting. God damn. Guys, this this could be it. This could be the battlefront two that we have been waiting for. <laughs> Screw the Star Wars characters. I'm playing Honestly, Battlefield. I don't even play as Leia. Fuck them. I don't care. I can't be Grievous. I can't be Revan. Turn it off. And give me give me a machine gun. The reason I'm so sad about um, Battlefront is because I love my favorite thing about games is like the universe and the aesthetic of everything. Like I love the world of Dark Souls. I love Star Wars games because I love the Star Wars universe. That's why it took me so long to get into Fortnite because it's not like a it's like a cartoony weird shooter. It doesn't have like the backstory and the the world building and everything that I usually like in games. It's Skyrim, all that kind of stuff. Well, it's like you can't customize your character. Any at, at at any point, like you land. Well, it takes that's kind of why. That's kind of the draw of the game is, like everybody's on the same playing field, physically and literally. You fall in and you are the same as everybody else. You just right. got to scrounge up what's in front of you and then make it happen, Captain. Which is cool, and I'm I'm warm, warming up to it. It's just I didn't love it at first because of that reason. Um, which that's what makes me sad about Battlefront is like I want to be immersed in that universe, but you've made it almost impossible for me to do that <laughs> with the game. So I would much rather play a well-balanced, amazing war shooter where you can do whatever the hell you want, like Battlefield Five, once that comes out, rather than Battlefront. So we'll see. Colonel's trying to legitimize his uh, pedophilia. Colonel, a cop uh, on the way. You're going to jail. <laughs> doesn't matter. She's not. He said it's all she's, over. Th- uh, she's 20, I think. Uh, I think she's 20 years away from being 20. You <laughs> jackass. <laughs> Zero years old. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I th- For- Fortnite is. Uh, it's a fun game. It's difficult. It's growing we're, we're just we literally had just have our big toe in into the uh, pond of <laughs> I Fortnite. Have my, my third toe in, the, in there. My oh, third wow. left toe. My third left toe is in there. My third left toe. How many left toes do you have? <laughs> Two. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I think we made the mortal mistake. Not mortal. The fatal mistake of uh we're playing with my brother and he has PC. So this is cross platform. So once we enabled cross-platform in order to play with him, now we could be getting matched up with people that are on PC, and they are just leaps and bounds better than any of us on console. So that makes it, you know, triple, quadruple, as hard as it should be. Hell yeah, suck toes. Um, <laughs> no, well, I, I keep agree. doing that I, little no, giggle. I, I need I, to stop that. I, uh, nothing against your brother. I, I was having a, a lot better time with uh, Pat. He was kind of explaining stuff a little better rather than just yelling at us. <laughs> yeah, so. Dylan just goes off on his own thing. <laughs> He's like, why are you guys dead? <laughs> He's in the middle of the map, like by himself, <coughs> slaying people, sniping people, getting one shots. And he's like, why do you guys die? No, what happened was he would yell at us <laughs> to do something. Then he would die and get mad at us. So yeah, that too. Why didn't you guys die with me? Fuck. <laughs> We're supposed to die together. Come on. Now. Teamwork. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and at the end of the day, Battlefield Five. I don't know what to expect. I'm so excited. This this could be literally this could be the game of the fucking decade. Um, and I've been hearing small little things that it is uh, somewhat similar to Four, just on a larger scale. I did hear they're going to have like a well, there's a possibility of a battle royale idea, just like Fortnite, where everybody gets dropped in, fucking make it happen. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of potential. It could be fucking awesome. It's dude, if they just had 
Fortnite, we were discussing this. They just had Battle Royale with vehicles and like major buildings in a city. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Be so excited. That would be it. That'd be it. Um, yeah. Helicopters and tanks and all that stuff. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, vehicles. Oh. So, well, because PUBG has vehicles, so I was specifying. Like the Battlefield style vehicles with the LAVs and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's it. We know nothing as of this this moment. All they said was uh, they just teased the world release or the world uh, premiere, debut, whatever the hell they called. Is there anything so. going on for that release? Like, is there E8 or whatever the fuck the conference is oh, called? Oh, E3? No, I don't think so. Good question, actually. Um, I'll look it up really quick. Talk to people. Uh, hey, yeah. everybody. How's it going? Uh-oh. Xbox Live Fortnite is down right now. Oh, Speak well. of the fucking devil. Good thing we played earlier. It literally says two hours ago. Weren't we playing two hours ago? <laughs> uh, Yeah. Well, two and a half. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, it just says uh, live reveal on YouTube, Twitch, and Mixer. Okay. So I assume so like EA Dice is just going to go live and have some gameplay or a press conference or something like that. Drop some knowledge. No, yeah, that'd be so cool. that'd be cool. Stop repeating um, me. What else happened? Oh, dude. So uh, while Kerner was out this way, I brought Kerner to his first ever metal show. Oh, yeah. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what did he think the whole time? I just want to know what his like face was looking like. Uh, you know, I asked him, is this what you expected? And for the most part, he said, yeah. But the one thing we were kind of on a second balcony because I guess the you could only um, have alcohol upstairs. So that's how they split it up. So in the pit, it was just everybody. But if you wanted alcohol, you had to go upstairs and they had this little loft area. So you look down on the on the stage, you throw shit um, at the people in the mosh pit. Well, and that was the one thing we were right <laughs> over the mosh pit and. I asked Kerner, was everything uh, what you expected? He said, yeah, except for the mosh pit. I didn't expect them to be that violent. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, people lose teeth and break bones and get trampled in that shit. It's, it's no joke. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, he, I mean, he was headbanging and smacking bitches and stuff. It was fun. <laughs> nice. That's good to hear. Yeah, I'm surprised like he didn't get up in there and start going to town on people. Well, as soon as he pit. saw how crazy it was, he just like his eyes like were wide, like <laughs> "Oh my god, it's a war down there!" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, it's every man for himself." That's funny. That's so, awesome. What uh, what bands was it, by the way? I don't remember. Um, Born of Osiris, Fit for a King, couple a uh, couple others. Um, Born of Osiris was the main he- headliner, who wasn't that good. It's that's the third time I've seen him and. The first and last time I saw him, it wasn't that good. I don't know what it is. All the other bands sounded great. I feel like it's Born of Osiris's uh, sound guy or something. It just, it doesn't sound good. It's so it doesn't sound good. It's like so their albums are super heavy, and when and when they do a lot of bass drops, I mean, you feel it in your car. And then when I go to see the show and they bass drop and you, it nothing shakes. You're like, what the fuck? <clears throat> the band before the whole building felt like it was going to come down. Like, what's the difference? So that's unfortunate, man. Disconcerting. I think they were having guitar issues too, because like the first two songs, there was literally no guitar. You couldn't hear anything. So um yeah, it was kind of just a mess. It was it was I was pissed. That's I think one of the reasons obviously BT Bam is like the most talented people. Oh, I'm wearing a BT Bam shirt. Most talented humans ever. Anyways, but I think one thing 
that sets them apart live is that they are super particular about their sound. Yeah. And it almost sounds like the album is just being played through the, the PA system when they're on stage. Like it's that close. Their sound yeah. guys are just on and point 100% of the time. It's also mixed perfectly <clears throat> live. Like everything is I mean. as yeah. loud as it should be. Yeah. Rather I mean. than a lot of other bands, man, you go live and all you hear is the fucking bass drum. And it's just like, holy shit, dude. Like turn it down. Yeah. Yeah. Some people go overboard and it's just that. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time. It's like, where's the riffs and everything else? Nope, uh, Kerner says uh, he was really happy with the band called Fit for a King and they played a song called Pissed off, and <laughs> now, and now that's Kerner's favorite. That uh, could have metal been the song. worst song ever written by humans, and it would be his favorite because it's called "Pissed Off." Yeah, it was actually it's actually a pretty solid song. So you guys want to check it out? Fit for a King, pissed off. But nice. uh, yeah, we were listening to that, and he was rocking out to it a couple days after. Never seen um, Kerner rock out, so that's actually. It's kind of like a, if a giraffe like wanted to eat really quickly <laughs> off the ground. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was a good time. Uh, what else did we do? We went down downtown Philly. We saw the Rocky statue. Uh, we actually went to a, a NBA statue. We went to the NBA playoff game uh, between Boston and 76ers. That's the first oh, playoff game I've ever seen. That's awesome. How was that? That uh, was one of the worst physical games I've ever seen. Oh, really? I mean... It was probably the worst game I could have ever gone to. Um, but it, <laughs> like as as a basketball game, no one was scoring. Everybody was fucking pissed. It was it was a bad game. Um, so Kerner graces you with good weather, but don't go see an NBA game with terrible him, events. It'll be awful. The bands all sound like shit. The, the <laughs> yeah. basketball teams, they all. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but it was a fun time. Rolled the dice on that. Um, yeah, we just kind of we, we were all over the place. It was. We went to a, a local baseball team mm-hmm. league uh, the day after, and that was fucking fun. Uh, me and Kerner got to run around the bases uh, as meat. He was a, a sausage, and I was a, like a lamb chop or some shit. <laughs> That's what I was just about to ask you guys about because I saw that picture, and I didn't see you, like a video of you guys running. I just saw the picture of you guys in those fucking outfits looking like you're standing outside of a, a barbecue <laughs> shop trying to get people to pull in. Yeah. So essentially, they pulled three people from the crowd, and they asked Kerner and I first, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." I was like, "Oh shit, all right, I guess I'm gonna do it." <laughs> and uh, this other guy who was a big guy, uh, like fat wise, and I did, and we ran. This chubby dude was trying, and he left before they said go. So now I'm like, I can't come in last. This sucks. So I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I had to actually try as the fucking pork chop, and I came in second. <laughs> Kerner's fast, man. Kerner, Kerner uh, took off. He, well, he he's spent so many years playing baseball and running from the cops. So. <laughs> After watching uh, thirteen year olds on video games, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah Kerner was fun. I've never you. never done anything like that. So we got we got a little too drunk and almost got kicked out of the, the stadium. So he's texting me a video of you guys right now. Oh yeah, yeah. There there is a a video. Of it. <laughs> it's a fun time. We should upload, it's a fun time. You should send this to our uh, our patrons because this is ridiculous. The uh the local team is the Lancaster Barnstormers. How okay. I don't even, can you get I don't even know what that means. What do you do when uh, you storm a barn? That's never been a thing. That's they literally 
it's like some rival. drunk guy out in the field was like, what do we name our baseball team? He's like, look, there's a barn. Storm coming in. Barnstormers. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it's like uh, rival Amish families like storm into people's farms and like steal all their milk and their butter and shit. That's the only thing I could come up with. Bale hay. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, yeah, it was a good time. Um, That's cool. What else we got here? Well, so we have some Star Wars news. Okay. Uh, good about, so like Solo is not out yet, so we don't have like a full review or anything, but we have a good amount of news. And then, of course, we have to talk about Infinity War. Okay. Before but, we do that, I want to give a shout out. We've ooh. got four ooh. brand new patrons. Ooh. Um, we've got Matthew Williamson, fucking badass, I think. He's probably a jackass. Uh, you said he's from uh, the Virginia area. That's sweet. Yeah, he's from Virginia. JD, I uh, I met JD out in LA when I was out there, and I yelled at him until he gave us money. As did I. He finally signed up. Uh, Mr. Travis Dunn, who's local to Columbus and comes to most of our events, who's yes. a fucking awesome human. Yes. Uh, and Dill Pickles is uh, wrapping up the the finals. Why? <laughs> uh, wrapping up the finals. Yeah, so we've had a, a good amount of people sign up since we were last live on the air with Drew. So we really appreciate it. Thank you guys, especially Matthew dropping that that crazy amount of of dad Terry's to us. It means a lot. So it does. We, we appreciate um, you guys jumping on board. And uh, yeah, so if you guys uh, are fans of the show, obviously you can go over to uh, patreon.com and search up Rogue Squad Pod or Rogue Squadron Podcast. We've got different tiers. Uh, we do do giveaways. So if you want to make sure you, you get your name put into the... Drawing. The, hat, the drawing. Um, you make sure you get to the certain tier uh, that that will happen, and that's actually happening that's, next. That starts week. at five, right? Uh, the giveaway starts at ten. Ten Terry's. Yeah. So, so if the, you want to be part May, of the giveaway, the one for May will be happening uh, next week as we review Han Solo. Solo. So who we're oh. going to have one of the Patreons on? Uh, yes. Mr. Jacob Weiss. We talk about all the time. That's correcting us and uh, talking shit, and making Mopar memes, making me look dumb. Uh, he's going to be on <laughs> next week after we see uh, Solo. So um, that should be a good time as well. Also, a congrats to his bitch ass because he just graduated today. Graduated from clown school. Number one fucking recruit. Graduate from meme school. Meme school. Got a master's in trolling. Good job, what? Jacob. You don't like clowns? We're <laughs> <sighs> proud of you. Well, we'll send you some champagne. Speaks, speak for yourself. Um. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, just wanted to give a shout-out to the new patrons because everybody's yeah. awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, we love you. May, May 4th went off uh, quite well. It did, yeah. It was fun. So we do this now. This is the third year. We've done it at a few different spots over the years. Um, very happy with the staff and the the location at World of Beer Gateway. Um, shout-out to Brian, the manager there. He basically said, you guys come in, take over the bar, do whatever you want. Here's a bar tab. Here's a all of our tables and staff and equipment, whatever you need. Uh, he's been awesome to work with. So we had a lot of fun there. A lot of kids came out this time, which was cool. Like I loved seeing people bring their kids out to get uh, autographs and pictures at the, the photo booth and everything. So it was a lot of fun. Our artists were there as usual. Got some good uh, on-site drawings. Oh, I got this. Uh, not Star Wars, but Mike drew me as Thanos. Oh, which that's is sweet. absolutely ridiculous. He just gave you fortunes and <laughs> pretty much called it a day. Purple. Just a purple dude with a gauntlet. It could be anybody. No, it actually kind of looks like me with like the like the glasses and the, and the mustache and everything. No, it's sweet. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
Nice. And we actually had, uh, you're going to have to remember his name, the new uh, artist, because we, we usually work with three artists. They come out. They're awesome. So we like to work with them. Um, but what was the, the new guy? I forget his name. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, yeah, Jake, actually. Jake Murray. Jake. He does a lot of art for Fantasy Flight Games. So a lot of the cards and stuff that you've seen for X-Wing or Armada or Imperial Assault and stuff, he's done the actual artwork for, which is cool. And he's just here in Columbus. Just yeah, well, no, no and deal. the uh, the uh, Game of Thrones card game. Yeah, he did a lot, a lot of those. So yeah, which um, was sweet. So it was cool to have him out. Um, speaking of, if you want, I know Brian, uh, our buddy Brian Shannon plays. But if you play X Wing or Armada or Game of Thrones, if you have cards that you want autographed or anything, um, you can send them in. Well, he'll autograph them for you and send them back, which is pretty sweet. We'll do the same thing if you want to send your shit <laughs> our way. Uh, I'll, Not I'll that sign we've it made too. Anything physical, but. I'll sign whatever the fuck you want. Send a child <laughs> in. I'll sign him. Sign a, a can of beer. Ren also did finally finish this uh, epic picture of Darth Bane holding the Revan holocron, which I think is so sweet. That's cool. So I got to get that framed. Hang it up. Frame it. I will. <laughs> I'm going to do it. So May 4th was fun. Um, we'll be out at Gateway Film Center for the premiere of Han Solo on Thursday. So if you're listening to this and you didn't know about that, come out Thursday uh, from about five o'clock until the movie starts premiering at seven. Um, Someone had five of first cosplayers. Everybody will be uh, in attendance. Someone had a great idea. So we do like a backdrop for kind of pictures and it has World of Beer, has our logo on it, May the 4th or whatever. Uh, If we were to cut that up, because I mean, once we use it, it's kind of done. Yeah. Like we're, we're going to have a different beer next year. It's going to be, you know, all this shit. Uh, someone had the suggestion of maybe we can cut up the logos, the uh, podcast logos out, sign them and send them out to the patrons. Ooh. Yeah, I thought I think that Jared was a great that. fucking idea. idea. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because you're just sitting there because they're kind of specific to the year. It's like the first one has The Last Jedi on it. So that's never going to come out again. So, well, yeah. And it had Land Grant <clears throat> on it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's a, that's an idea. I, th- I thought. Maybe next time I'm in, we'll just sign away. Sign oh, yeah. Out. Oh, and speaking of the beer, we did do this year's beer with Wolf's Ridge. Uh, they actually did three. One of them they already had in production. It's called the Yub Nub. They've done before. Uh, another one that we came up with was the Centennial Falcon, like the Millennium Falcon. And then uh, the Lando System, which is the one that they made the biggest batch of. So if you're in Columbus, they have that at uh, World of Beer. They have it at Gateway, Studio 35, um, Old North Arcade, and Grandview theater and draft house so as you go out this week to see han solo make sure you get that beer sip on it while you're in the theater it's gonna be a good time oh that millennial one was good centennial. they were all good centennial centennial falcon no it was fantastic the guys at wolf wolf's ridge were super easy to work with super chill big star wars fans the fact that they the fact that they chose the name lando system that's such like a niche joke for like only star wars fans know that it was so cool. Yeah. So so fucking cool. Yeah. <clears throat> no, awesome. Speaking of solo, like, are you ultra geeked? Semi geeked? No geeked? Um, I am excited. I think it, it's just running up too quickly. Um, to be honest, Star Wars wise, I'm still getting over The Last Jedi. And the fact that Infinity War, it. the Infinity War pill is so hard to swallow. Because there's just so much shit that happens in Infinity War. Um, 
it's just difficult to wrap your head around. I've only seen it once. Um, and now, you know, I feel like a week later, we're staring solo in the eyes. Um, yeah. I've seen and Deadpool. reviews, uh, at least a, a rating on it. Um, see, I've heard different things. I've heard like standing ovations and then I've heard, yeah, it was okay. So I don't know what to expect. I'm trying to like not look that shit up so I can kind of go in as a clean slate. But For sure. um, yeah. it's just disconcerting that shit's all like no one can come together and say, yeah, eight out of ten. It was solid. It's always shit or hey, dude is perfect. Well, we also don't want to rate it too much until it actually comes out. But what I have seen on Star Wars Twitter about it is has been 100% positive. So maybe I'm just following the right people, but I haven't seen a bad thing about it yet, which is good. No, that's cool then. All right. um, like you said, overwhelmed with everything else that's happening, um, especially because I've been out of town a bit lately. It just feels like I barely got to see Infinity War and then we were setting up for the May 4th party. Didn't even really get to chat about it with anybody. And then all of a sudden... I'm out of town. I come back. Deadpool's out. I can't see that. Solo's up here. And I'm trying to see Infinity War like two or three more times because it's such an intense movie. And Han Solo comes out in four days. Like, I have no time for anything right now. Yeah. We're just kind of... You have to roll the dice. Do like a <laughs> 10-hour thing at the theater. Just yeah. set, when, set Wednesday aside and just see all three of them. You, could, say you could go see Deadpool, Infinity War, and Solo all at the same time. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think it'll be good, though. Um... I believe we mentioned like for Rogue One, we were so busy working the event and just chatting with people and everything at Gateway that we were, we just, we were, we were doing stuff in the lounge and then we went right into the theater. We weren't like gearing up for it per se. So we kind of went in with an open slate and I think that's about to happen with Solo. Like I'm so distracted with other things. Like I'm not theorizing or anything like that. I'm just going to go in, grab a Lando system and sit down and watch the movie and enjoy it. Like well, start to finish. This one this one also has the luxury of there's there really aren't any expectations. Like when True. you walk into the Last Jedi, yeah, you are given these characters and you have to take them to nine. Yeah, you need them fucking. You can't fuck this up. Yeah, Solo they can literally do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, obviously they can't kill certain characters off, but fuck it. Yeah, you know that is true. I think that's one thing that Drew mentioned that he actually didn't love, but I See, think I, I do that. like is that the saga is so different from the spinoff movies. Everything kind of hinges on that. Like once the things are established in Force Awakens, you're expecting so much from eight, whether it's the plot itself, but you're expecting so much from what the characters are going to become or what's exactly going to happen, who's going to die, who's going to show up. And then going into nine, it's going to be the same thing. The spinoff movies, you're kind of like, it's like brand new territory. You don't know where they're going to go with it, which is good. I, uh, I, like, I like the balance. I do. I do like the spinoff movies. I don't know what the fuck Drew was high on when he said all that shit because spinoff movies are great so mm. that's not just what he because, meant he was just, just saying because he's a salty bitch and he's not the one writing <laughs> the sp spinoff movies I mean he, he can go eat shit you know I, I've had enough of it this so. just in Drew says Disney is awful just kidding <laughs> that's, that's just why, kidding that's why they cut his uh, audio off halfway through the interview <laughs> that's true fuck this guy's computer Last Jedi was tear and then that was it no he was saying that he would uh he would much prefer to see seven, eight, nine, like a Netflix series, like in a row, which I understand. Um, and I just, I countered with, I kind of like that we have the break in between. Like we're following the storyline, but then we get a little bit of a pause with Rogue One. 
Yeah, this is the this the is the awkward timing of a pause though, because now we're gonna have to wait a year and a half for the next Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, so it just would have made more sense at in December. While I would have been, no, I, I honestly would have been happier with that because I would have been able to digest the Last Jedi, get through all know. the Avengers shit. It's just weird that shit's coming out in spring. Just because there's so much shit coming out, they're allowed to release stuff in spring. But man, I get I get all uh, balls deep, you know, November, December. Well, it so. used to always be spring until seven. It was always May until for Force all Awakens. the prequels. Yeah, but I don't even remember seeing the prequels in. Well, I don't remember being there on the exact date, but I looked it up one time, and I remember the dates were they were always in May. Um, so yeah, I, not like they're competing with Infinity War. Like, they're different universes, and they're owned by the same company, so it's not like they care. But, I don't know. I, I like I like the holiday, winter Star Wars kind of feel for some reason. So, whatever. Off, I of, uh, off of Star Wars, we have some news. few things. Star Wars celebration. Big things. Boom. Boom. Celebration. Boom. Well, first of all, tickets for Han Solo went on, on sale on May 4th, so I hope you got those, because they're probably sold out for everywhere. Um... They were supposed to announce Celebration on May 4th. At least that was the rumor, but they didn't until just last week. It is April 2019. It's in Chicago this year. Star Wars Celebration Chicago, April 11th through the 15th. That's going to be interesting. I've never been to Chicago, uh, so I'm, I'm geeked. You know what's kind of pissed is if you're going to do it in the Midwest, do it in Columbus. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I would really, really shoot for a Columbus celebration because our convention center is legit. The whole area that it's in is legit. Columbus is awesome. And if we're talking about Midwest, as I learned a few episodes ago, it is the second biggest aside from Chicago. Well, and it's just central. Like people all from like Nashville, like that's only a three hour drive. People well, from longer than fucking, that. huh? It's longer than that. It's like six, but still. That's not true at all. Hmm? It's like three, three and a half. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I've driven to Nashville several times. I'm pissed. Um, but I'm just saying, like, there's so much stuff close by. You could be in Indianapolis. You'd be in fucking Columbus a couple hours. I mean, to be fair, they're they're closer to Chicago, but Pittsburgh, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that... You're a jackass. It's five and a half hours. From Columbus to Nashville? I, I don't know why I always do that every episode. You can't see shit. Five and a half hours. Interesting. I know I've driven to, to Memphis, and I thought that uh, Nashville was halfway. And it was eight hours to Memphis. Huh. Interesting. Well, okay. You're wrong, so it's okay. I mean, we'll just, just uh, agree to disagree. The uh, <laughs> time and miles, don't they? don't matter. Yeah. I, know what you're, I know what you're saying, though. Columbus would be sweet. Um, not only because I, I live here, but I just think it would be a good town to host it. Uh, it'd be cool to see Celebration... Go to places that aren't Orlando and Anaheim. So I'm glad they chose Chicago. Like, I think everybody was banking on it being in Anaheim again. Um, so it'll be interesting to see that it's in a totally random place and it's not tied to a, a Disney park or something. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at it, uh, no. particularly because it, it's in the Midwest, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but man, you got to think like just Philly, New York. There's a lot of other places that would have been good, uh, good eating. So. So on the celebration train. So if you're a patron or a fan of the show or you're friends with us or whatever, we're trying to plan 
like a group wise as a uh, who is going and maybe get like a giant joint oh, a giant a joint. joint joint I couldn't say it I'd like combine the words together a giant joint Airbnb or something that's close to the convention center with like 12 15 20 people or something like that um, so if you're going let us know so we can try to plan this thing because it will be expensive like the actual hotel that's at the convention center is like you know 180 200 a night um, if we split an Airbnb, it's going to be like 50 a night. So if you want to go in a big group, um, let us know so we can get those plans together because tickets will go on sale in June. And as far as they went last year, it'll be sold out within like a few days. So we'll have to make plans, book the, the lodging and everything, and then get our tickets. So just, uh, just hit us up, send us an email or something like that. If you're in the Patreon group chat, just, uh, just chime in. We have a, a spreadsheet and stuff that we're working on to get things planned up. So, all right, they get it, they get it. Let's get hey, into fucking guys, Infinity we're War. Celebration, you want to um, plan that shit and please come with us. Infinity War. That'll what be the fun. fuck happened, man. No, 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 no. A few more things. So, uh, another announcement that happened: the next animated show in the Star Wars universe is called Resistance. It's supposed to be an anime style, and it is supposed to be a build up to Seven, the building of the Resistance in the First Order. Okay. What are your thoughts? Better see fucking Kylo Ren. <laughs> That's that it? The, That's the only thought? I mean, Ray sucks. Finn's not going to be <laughs> Shut there. Up. I better see Kylo Ren fucking people up, and I better see Poe fucking people up. And I kind of want to see Leia be a badass, finally. Yeah, so here is my hope from an animated series based on what we've seen in Rebels. I don't want a, an excuse for them to just parade around a bunch of like popular Star Wars characters. True. Like for example, like Luke, I want to hear about Luke's story and in, in the gap between six and seven, but this show isn't going to be a place for like to flesh out that entire storyline. But what if it is, what if it's the new Jedi order? It's called resistance. Fuck. Yeah. So I thought I, I'm thinking the next thing that we're going to talk about is might be the, uh, the new Jedi order stuff, but I just don't want... One thing I hate about Rebels was an excuse to just throw... And Battlefront 2, for that matter. An excuse to just throw, here's Lando. And here's Leia giving ships to the Rebellion. And all this kind of stuff. Like, I just want to focus on those new characters that you're introducing. So, I just hope that they don't try to throw in like two or three episodes about Luke and Kylo... Or in uh, Luke and Ben Solo or something like that. And try to write that entire thing off in just a few minutes. That's my main hope. But... It'll be cool that it's going to be an anime style. Who's writing it? Uh, I think it's Filoni. Same crew from Rebels. Who the fuck is Baloney? John Marconi. Don't you know? Who'd you say it was? <laughs> Filoni. Dave Filoni. Dave Same Filoni. dude as, uh, as Rebels. Hmm. Dangus. Rebel and Rebels, I still just... I, I almost need to just sit down and watch the last um, season. I don't think I'm going to sit there and watch the whole fucking thing. Sorry, guys. No. Um, but at least if I catch the last season, I can kind of understand the emotional turmoil and everything behind everything. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So and then, and then Rebels, the next... Sorry, Rebels seem to go well. So, uh, yeah, this should uh, do well. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I just don't want it to be like a giant fan service excuse for shit. Um, and the next announcement that we had was we already knew that John Favreau was given a, a TV series which we're all assuming was going to be on the Netflix streaming service or the Disney streaming service. How many vowels do you need in your last name? Like, seriously, what the fuck, man? That's a good point, actually. 
motherfucker's got four vowels in his name. He's got more vowels than fucking consonants. He's got three. That's funny. He's got four. You use a vowel sometimes, right? You is a vowel. What are you talking <laughs> Yeah, A, E, A, and U. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's got four vowels. Dude, and three consonants. Shut, shut it down. If your middle <laughs> name's like Eandro with seven E's. <laughs> Just all A's. John A. <laughs> it's seven A's, but it's pronounced Eandro. So, so we already knew that he was getting a show. Um, they just announced what it was going to be on, and there was actually a misquote. So the first thing that came out said it was going to be six to seven years after Return of the Jedi, which I don't know if he said it wrong and they quoted it wrong or if they actually messed it up, but it's going to be six or seven years after A New Hope, which is only two or three years after Return of the Jedi. So this is where I'm thinking that the new Jedi Order and shit could come in with Luke and Ben Solo and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know if they're going to go as far as like recasting Luke Skywalker for a, a younger character, but if there's a if there's a prime spot for it to happen, it's probably here in the TV show. I agree. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on them uh, once again focusing on original trilogy stuff? We've already talked about it. You know how... F- Why? No, I'm usually pissed about it, but do you think that because we're going to fill in this gap that everyone's been curious as hell about since Force Awakens came out, does that make it a little better? No. It really doesn't. Like, if you're going to spend money, time, and effort into a trilogy, a spinoff, anything, a fucking show, let's do, I don't know, a brand new fucking thing and let's create our own thing. But we have to fucking... Now, 75% play off of existing characters, existing planets, existing technology. Look, we don't have to even create 80% of our show. It's already been created for us. Like, well, you're throwing creativity out the fucking door just to land on what exists already. Fuck all that. And it, this, <laughs> this, this could be exciting and brand new with new characters, new struggles. It could be good. But the fact that it's happening in yeah. this era is still just... Why? Just yep. let's let's go beyond. Let's push beyond. Dude, it could be 50 years beyond episode nine. I don't care. That'd be sweet. Just be because it'd be brand new again. Yep. <laughs> fucking Wait brand a week new again. Wait be fucking brand new again. Yeah, so my only, um, my counter to that is that the gap between Jedi and Force Awakens is something that I've been wanting to them to fill in for a while. There's at least 30 years that they could play with, yeah. Yeah, so in that regard, I am excited about it. But again, I don't know. From from what we've seen, do you think they're even going to go outside of the saga? No, they won't. They won't. Um, Like, they've started a trend. Like, they're not going to break this episode one to episode nine timeline at all, I don't think. No, I don't think they will. But um, like I said, they, they could do it right. It's just disconcerting that they 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 don't have they like Mickey Mouse doesn't have the balls to push it beyond (laughs) that. So, um, but I'm not gonna say I I won't enjoy it. It could be fucking sweet. So, um, but and like you said, there's such a big time gap between Jedi and the Force Awakens that a lot of stuff changes. Clearly, the downfall of the Empire, the rise of the First Order, um, the new Jedi Order, the collapse of the Jedi Order. There's there's a lot of flux going on, and the flux is the word. That's what Star Wars is, is uh, just a flux of the galaxy. Who's rising in power? Who's falling? You know, this shit flying all over and the place. And we could so. have, uh, what, one thing that would be really cool is if we could have this 
entire group of characters and storyline and stuff that aren't in the resistance or the first order. They're not Jedi. They're not Sith, but you see that stuff happening around them. Like they could create this entire arc of characters and stuff that is just, it's in the galaxy, but you can, you can see the stuff of the new Republic falling and the resistance building and the first order coming to power and stuff like in the background, but it's not going to be like about the resistance or something like that. I think, think that'd be really interesting to see too. Think of someone that was born on Tatooine. I will not think. Let's just say, let's just say Kitster. Do you think Kitster even knows that the Empire came and went, that the First Order came and, you know, they're they're probably going to go away by nine? You got to think, like, because Tatooine, what does the lady say? The Republic say, doesn't yeah, exist not, out not here. Not in a place like Tatooine, you wouldn't know. The Republic doesn't exist out here. Like, all right, well, what the fuck does? Nothing. Republic's anti-slavery laws. Why don't we, yeah, why don't we just all go to Tatooine and live our days out and under the suns? <laughs> the suns. Yeah, why don't they build like a giant resort on Tatooine? You know what kind of pissed no me rules. off? Why doesn't Jabba have like a, like a Punta Cana style resort on Tatooine? What, who'd you call Punta Cana? Yep. You know what kind of pissed me off? And it was a small slip, but it was a big enough to really, f- I mean, I, when I first heard it, I knew right away. I was like, why did it. they fucking do that? In... The Force Awakens, when they f- when the Resistance brings up the um, Starkiller base and they're yeah. talking about how to blow it up, yeah, Finn walks in and, and describes how it work how it works instead of it like just shooting out of energy crystals, I guess Kyber crystals. He says it takes the energy of the sun. Mm-hmm. You realize the name Sun is the name for the one single star in our now solar system. Yeah. Why would he say sun in the Star Wars universe? Because it's the Star Wars universe. That doesn't make sense. Well, that's what I'm fantasy, saying. He should have fiction. said star. It, su- it sucks the power of the star. The fact that he said sun places him inside of our own gal in our shit and is, sing- is talking singly about the one that eats the fucking pools outside. Well, it, 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 just, it doesn't make much so sense small. now, does it? What's that? It doesn't make much sense now, does it? Any of it, really. The whole thing. Why? Because you have desert wizards with laser swords. That's fine. That can exist. Dude, sun. that can exist <laughs> a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The fact that he says the sun, ah, which I is the name, you, the name I, of our no, star. No, no. I guarantee you there's a list somewhere of all the stuff in Star Wars that is mentioned that is like Earth-specific. Also, Shinobi's about to shut you down right now. Why? He says sun is just the name of a type of star. No, he's wrong. I'm he's wrong. pissed. Calling shots. Fire shots. Call, shots calling fired. shots. I'm taking shots taking fired. shots and names calling taken. names. Writing names. Taking shots. No. This, I know what sun. you mean, but I've given up on that because none of it really makes much sense. And those kind of blunders are all over Star Wars. So I don't really care. The one thing I'm more concerned about than that is the fact that if you're sitting in a galaxy on your star killer base and you suck the energy of the sun out in order to fire, the sun's gone, all the energy and the heat is gone, everything in the fucking galaxy that you're in should turn into like ice like instantly because the sun's gone. That's what I'm most right. worried about. Also, how does the star killer base move? Also, if it takes the energy of the sun to fire, 
we already saw it fire once and then it's charging to fire again. So can the fucking entire planet move to a different galaxy just like a just a like Death the Star? Death Star? Yeah, I would assume so. That's but you got to think the That's fact dumb. that it's shooting out an entire sun's energy <laughs> that would push the the Star Killer base the opposite way so quickly. Like there's nothing holding Star Killer base. So it uh, could they got shoot some that fancy way. name for something that fixes that. Yeah. Just well, like the thermal oscillator. They got something else to talk about how it doesn't move when it's getting it's fired. It's called the black doesn't matter. Like I said, I'm more concerned about if it black matter. fired once, wherever it was, that sun's gone. So unless you're in the Tatooine system, you're SOL because all the planets are complete ice now. And it has to move to a different... That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I don't know. It just it, it none of it makes sense and it pisses me off. <laughs> of the goddamn space wizards. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough Star Wars stuff for a Star Wars podcast to talk about. <laughs> let's let's get back <laughs> to nonsense. Yeah, so we got to talk about this uh, this little thing here called Infinity War. Ooh, ten years in the making. Since what? Since Iron Man came out. It's been it a ten year build of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. All leading to this. Wait a second. Do you not realize what's happening? Wait a second. Speak your confusion. Iron Man didn't come out till 2008? Yeah, Iron Man was 2008. That was the kickoff of the MCU. Wow. I could have, I would have put money on that it came out before that. I thought it came out while we were in high school. High school? Uh, no, college. <laughs> Can't wait till I get to high school. Interesting. All right. Yeah, I just, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so this is a dramatic 10-year build-up to the arrival of Thanos and uh, Infinity War. And you know what we're going to have to do, even though we've only seen it once, is we're going to have to rank it. Ooh. Wait, do we rank Marvel movies? Or you just think give it like give it a beer rating? No, I ranked our uh, um, superhero movies. Oh, yeah, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough to do. I've been, I've been thinking about that since I saw it. I was like, man. It's dead last because everybody dies. <laughs> Guaranteed. Spoiler. Either that, either that or it's dead first because everybody dies. Yeah. Yeah, it's been three weeks. So if you're hearing spoilers, that's your own damn fault. But it's uh, going to be a spoiler full episode. Um, my, my overall thoughts are that I'm very happy that they had the balls to do what they did. They made a movie. First of all, two things. They made a movie that completely relies on the former 18 movies for it to make sense. I think that's a big gamble because like if you haven't seen a majority of those, you kind of walking in dark and they also took the gamble of Rogue One where they fucking killed almost everybody, which there's arguments. Are they actually dead? Probably not. We'll see the part two in next year, but whatever they, they literally like everybody died at the end. That you it's don't just... see that very often in superhero movies and star Wars and stuff like that. Name name the main character. Thanos. Name the second main character. <laughs> What's the point of having a main character if you have had <laughs> two of them? <laughs> it's Thanos. Yeah, it's no, and this that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying, like I guess maybe Tony. Maybe did you see Tony more often? I don't know. Which like, I thought was interesting that like it's an Avengers movie, but the Avengers aren't the it's almost like Thanos is the protagonist of this movie. What? No. Like, obviously, he's a bad guy, but the way they set it up, he, they're following him for through, through most of it. It's like almost 
we're following him trying to get over these obstacles to do what he wants to do throughout the course of the movie. Like, he's definitely the main character in this. Yeah. I thought it was... It was interesting because I thought... And I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's going to come off as a bad way. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy had too much screen time. Um, And like I said, that's not in a bad way. I just really did not expect them to focus on that group that much um, with Gamora dying. Well, it makes sense along the lines of Gamora because, I mean, that's her father, per se. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the rest of them was... it, It... Maybe it just it messed it up a little bit. Like it just ma- not messed it up, but made it a little messy. The whole film as a whole was kind of messy. I mean, you you're all over the fucking place um, with thousands of people on on screen. Um, so yeah, it's just it was so much to take in. It's hard to even nitpick it after one one viewing. Um, well, but yeah, yeah. I don't but, know. I don't think that the Guardians got too much screen time. I thought they balanced that shit pretty well. What's uh, that's one thing I was mainly gold- worried about. Not Goldberg. What's the fucking guy's name? Oh, Batista. Batista. What's Drax, his character's yeah. Drax? Why was he in it more than once? Like I just what? Drax is <laughs> I, awesome. I, I don't like Drax at Drax all. Drax is incredible. I love him. He's one of my favorites. Oh, I think he's hilarious. But yeah, just as far as anything else beyond hilarious, it's just like what the fuck are you on the screen for? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the Guardians of the Galaxy themselves, the characters. Uh, like. The Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, Spider-Man. I feel like those are true super superheroes. And then when you get into the Guardians of the Galaxy, it's just different. They're clearly not like superheroes. It's a rat or a raccoon. I'm sorry. Rabbit. You know. <laughs> um, Thor called him a rabbit in this one. Yeah. Um, oh, I like just, that they're and, not and, like standard no, I think superheroes, that has its, It has its appeal. Yeah. And I get that, but man, it's just weird. I just don't know what, what to say about it. I'm, I'm just kind of yelling. That's interesting. I actually, what? I really enjoyed them in this. I thought that's one the one thing I was worried about is like, you have the Avengers itself. You have the new heroes that we've seen that haven't been introduced, like that haven't been um, partnered up with them, I should say, like Doctor Strange and stuff. And then you have the Guardians coming out from outer space. And then where, you was have, Ant- where was Ant-Man? Uh, they mentioned that he was on a house arrest, him and Hawkeye. That's how they got rid of him. They didn't get rid of him. That's how they just mentioned that he was on house arrest. How the fuck is someone that can become a fucking size of an atom on house arrest? You could just get out of the house. He's also probably dealing with people's shit. He just wants to hang out with his daughter. Oh, yeah. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out soon, so I'm sure they're going to tie that in. He'll he'll be coming off house arrest and uh, that. Or maybe going on to house arrest. I don't know. Yeah, the... Uh, Why do you sound so salty right now? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. This, uh, I uh, Part of it is I can't even fucking remember what the hell happens in, in uh, Infinity War because so much did happen. It um, is hard to follow. There's a lot. Well, I shouldn't say hard to follow. It's hard to remember because there was a lot. Because you got to think, there was a battle that it should have ended the whole fucking thing when they had the antenna girl on Thanos controlling his mind and they were all... Yeah holding him down. That should have been the end of the fucking thing. But um, what's his face got mad. And it's like, great. You could have just ended everybody's and then you could have ended in the Infinity War. Yeah. Just if you waited another fucking 10 seconds. He let his uh, uh, human side show up too much. And who was that? Who fucked that up? Star-Lord. Oh yeah, Chris 
Pratt. What a jackass. That's his character, though. Yeah, they could have. You figured. Did um, Doctor Strange do that estimation out of 14 billion before that? Because there could have been two outcomes. He could have just killed Star Lord and then they would have won. Solved it. That's a good question. I don't remember when that happens. I, I love that, though. Doctor Strange was probably my favorite in this whole movie. Well, he He's, was obviously the most pivotal when it comes to plot. Like, with the time stone, I think there was a clear indication that he fucked around with something and knew something that Thanos didn't, and that the people that disappeared and or died aren't actually dead. Um, yeah. Because I feel like there was there was a... He, like, cursed the stone, and he knew Thanos was going to use it in a certain way. When he did, it's going to warp him back to a certain time. I don't know. Something I, I like just, that, or somebody that didn't die can find Thanos and get the time stone and go back in time and fix it, right? Like, it could be anything. <laughs> the thing that I thought was interesting was that he wouldn't give it up. He said, if all of you have to die for me to keep this stone, it's going to happen, because I'm not giving then, this shit up. And then Tony he gets his in trouble little, and he gives his it up. little meditation thing with his head flopping around. He's like, well, there's only one way we can win. So here you go, Thanos. Take this. Well, and that's that's what I'm saying. He has to be tricking or has a plan of some sort. Because like you said, he's just like, everybody can die. And as soon as Tony gets in trouble, he's like, wait, don't kill him. Here, have this. Yeah. Like, what the fuck just happened? Ten Which minutes ago, you were like, yeah, cut his fucking hat off. And now you're like, eh, he's, he's Well, which he's I thought right. it too, at, at first, I was like, why'd you change your mind so quick? But obviously, there's something that has to do with Tony surviving that's going to happen, that is going to turn the tide of things. And he knew that. That's why I love Doctor Strange so much. It's like, he's on a whole nother level. He really is. But now he really isn't. Um, well, without yeah, that time, without that time rock, the well, fuck else are you supposed to do? Also. He's dead? Yeah. Hmm. He's dead. Yeah. It goes See, in, he's, was... like, he's like, it's the only way or whatever. It was the only way. And then he starts to turn into ash. Well, he's that's gone. why I was, that's why I'm on the train that he knew something and he put something in. He, he, he made something happen that in case Thanos gets the, the stone that'll lead to this. You know what I'm saying? I'm I not, do know I'm what you're saying, but I don't I don't think it's even so much as like he put a plan in place or like sabotaged the stone. It's just more that he saw the only way to go back and fix things was for Tony to survive through the, the entire thing. So no, he made, but why why the hell would it only kill specific superheroes? Cuz like well, it was Thanos literally is, not it was literally not even killing regular soldiers on a battlefield, was it? Well, that was the whole thing that Thanos kept mentioning is that literally it's 50%. Like 50% of the of the beings in the entire universe just died instantly. So it's just like a random 50% of all the heroes and villains. Why would he... What, what was the meaning behind that? <laughs> it, it was... Thanos' entire thing was there's too many people in the galaxy or in the universe or whatever... Um, somebody that actually knows the comics could probably explain it better than me. Yeah, it was 50-50. Why and, is there too many people random. in the universe? But there's like too many, because that was based on what happened to his homeworld. Like when he first had that idea, like his homeworld was getting overpopulated. There's not enough resources for everybody. And he proposed that thing. 
50% of the people just need to go away and then everything would be fixed. And then he was like outcast and then his homework ended up getting destroyed anyways. So now that's his whole shtick is like 50% of everybody needs to just go away and then gradually um, the universe and evolution and shit will take care of the rest. Well, so yeah, it was, it was totally you'll get random. back to where the fuck you were and then 50% of the people are going to have to die again. <sighs> Maybe. And there's going to be Infinity War 9. We're going to have to do it all over again. Maybe. Jamie's up in here. What's up, man? Yeah, because he that that was his whole thing. Is like he thought it was fair. He didn't think he was being evil. He thought it was fair because it was fifty percent. It was totally totally at random. But that's not fair. That's random. <laughs> fair and well, random are very different. What's the definition of fair? To be fair. That's probably the worst definition of anything that's <laughs> to ever be been e said. E equal. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Equal fifty fifty. But 50, 50, 50 isn't random. Fifty fifty is fifty fifty. Yeah, but it's equal. It equals 50% of the goddamns. <laughs> half you die, half you don't. That's equals hell. <clears throat> that's not equal. Uh, that's not, that is equal, but it's not fair. Yeah. He yeah, should have been one, he should have been one of the 50%. How does he know he's not rolling the dice on his own life? He, maybe he did. Should have. That was the whole thing is like, he started to get to the point where he was, it was more about, I mean, I'm sure his drive to do this, like drove him insane. But from his point of view, it was not about him killing people. It was about, him being a person, not even a person, whatever he is, a titan. Him being a, a person that is able to put this balance into place. It wasn't like he wanted to go kill the Avengers. It was like he felt like he needed to do this. So he went the lengths to do it. You know what the fuck the entire... After he killed in a fair way... Savior and completely of the completely yeah. random and savior of the goddamn universe by killing 50% so of everybody. He had to kill half the younglings to do everything. You know what the fuck happened at the end of the movie? <laughs> what? He was on a fucking beach or whatever, just He's hanging a rice out. Farm. Dude, to prevent the whole fucking movie, we'll we'll give you Fiji. Just hang out and you can keep Fiji. <laughs> we'll we'll build you a fucking hut and you can chill out and no, you won't ever see anybody. And the entire <laughs> universe can still go on living. Like if that's what you really want, let's fucking make a deal, bro. Yeah, Tony can buy you a few planets if that's what you want. I don't really know <laughs> if that can happen. Um, it's a little weird. I mean, I know it's like it's comic book and anime and fantasy logic, but like that was his whole thing. It's like he didn't want to kill people. He knew he felt that he knew that eliminating half the population of the universe would in time help balance things out and keep people safe. Well, Jamie, the uh, philosopher over here, says he wasn't killing half the universe. He was saving half. Right. That, that's what oh, he was thinking. Okay. <laughs> that, that was his whole thing. But yeah, so this whole thing started because we were talking about who died and who didn't at the end. Like, it wasn't that he picked what a heroes and Avengers should die. It was literally random. So at the very end, you see, you know, half the people just turn to ash, which was... If I have to, if I have to lay out any complaint... It seems like most of the people that survived were the early heroes in the MCU, and most people that died were the later ones. Like, we just got Doctor Strange and Black Panther on screen, and I really wanted to see where they were going. And of course, they had to die in Infinity War. But Cap and, and Tony are still alive. Like, that's literally my only complaint. I'm sure it will balance itself out when we see the next one, but that's, that's yeah. my beef. Groot's gone. Yeah, yeah. Groot's gone. Fuck. Yeah, part two. We don't even have to worry about it. Maybe there's, there's probably a 50% chance that I'm going to see it now. Look at that. <laughs> Is that 
fair enough for you, Thanos, you would you, fortuned <laughs> bitch. Fortune grimace asshole. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Teen Groot? So that was fucking hilarious. Oh, no, it was. That was that was a cool uh, cool aspect of that. Jammy's pissed. He says, as a representative black guy, I'm still salty that they killed off T'Challa. <laughs> and it felt like they didn't give him a moment either. Like, Spider-Man yeah. had that moment where he was, like, clutching Tony. And even um, Winter Soldier was like, Steve, whatever. And then he, like, gradually faded away. And it looked like T'Challa was just running in a battle and all of a sudden just vanished. I'm salty because he just... That was like the last movie that we saw. Black Panther just came into his own and now he's fucking gone. Uh, Rocket yeah. and Nebula. I think, isn't Mantis alive too? Still? Hi, Star-Lord, I Drax, Gamora, and Groot are gone. I can't stand the way she talks. Hope she's gone. Mopar over here. That's why I hate all of Marvel because they, they just put fucking <laughs> antennas the on the accents. chick's head. And she just talks in a monotone, <laughs> spacey way. I've had enough. That's part of her species, man. No, I get it. Um, yeah, it's. In- I would like to see a list. Let's see here. Pop yeah, up probably a list, list, here. list of. It was a lot to go through. I saw it with uh, our buddies, the Hateful Geeks, because I know you were out of town. So I saw it with them, and I walked out, and I was like, "Man, this is a uh, must be what people that hate the Last Jedi felt like at the end of the movie." Wait, because it's just like why everything that you thought was going to happen didn't happen. So obviously, I hate the movie. They also were saying it was like um, this is like the Empire for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, where the good guys lose. Um, let's see. Well, here's- Andrew said like when it came out at that time in theaters is like most of them lost, and Darth Vader's Luke's father. No way, that can't be true. Like everyone, like half the Avengers are dead. Nah, that can't be true. No way. All right, here we go. A uh, list of Avengers who died. Mm. Loki's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's not an Avenger. Gamora. Yep. Vision. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. See, now what is this? Let's see. Time Magazine actually has them broken up into two lists. People who actually died. Who are the, who I just said, Loki Heim, Heimdall? Um, Gamora and Vision. Those are the people that physically died. Oh, and the rest uh, are and like then people. These are the people who disintegrated. Oh, Black gotcha. Panther, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, and pretty much all the Guardians of the Galaxy except for... Um... No, it says uh, Mantis did die. Oh, she did? Okay. Except for yeah. uh, Rocket and Nebula. Yep. And Nebula is not really part of it. But well, uh, Nick Fury also died, and uh, Maria Hill obviously was from Shield. Yeah, uh, and then the list of people who survived: Captain America, Tony Stark, Thor, Black Widow, Hulk, War Machine, Rocket, and Nebula. Um, and then I can never pronounce these: Akoi and Mbaku. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And up, then here's here. dude. It's literally like the uh, the original. Heroes from Marvel. That's, it really that's is. That's what irks me. Like, I, <sighs> like we've already seen all of these characters work together. We've already seen outside of Rocket and Nebula, War Machine, Hulk, Black Widow, Thor, Iron Man, and Cap. Yeah, we've already seen all of those people work together. 
So, yeah, interesting. And then obviously we might see Ant Man in part two, but yeah, um, I don't know the comic story. Like Shinobi says, he read the Infinity Gauntlet comic twenty years ago, so he knew that knew what was going to happen. Um, I have no clue. I didn't expect that, which I think I love that because I was talking to the Hateful Geeks guys afterwards and they were like, yeah, that's in the comic. That happens. But like, as I saw it and people were fading away into ash, I was like, I was in shock. I did not expect that at all. It was cool to go in with no fucking idea. Um, but yeah, I'm curious as to how they're going to bring things back. Somebody time travels. Ant-Man opens up some fucking quantum realm and like goes back in time and fixes shit. Like quantum it could be anything realm. I know what I'm talking about. Quantum physics, man. Yeah. A quantum realm. Something like that. I don't know. There's no giants in this realm, <laughs> but he could like try to experiment with shit and just crack time travel or something like that. The dwarves have been gone okay. for ages. All right. Okay. What do, do you think about, uh, um, Tyrion Lannister's cameo. I didn't notice. What? Oh, <laughs> I I always think uh, I don't know why I pictured Jamie. No, that was uh, it Peter was cool Dinklage, because he was yeah. like a he was a giant dwarf, so <laughs> it was like fucking sweet. Um, yeah, it was sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's all I have to say. It was fun. And it was yeah, fun it, was, cool. it was fun to have him in there. And then speaking of, I love Thor for the first time. I've always liked Thor. Uh, his. Uh, him as a character kind of jumps all over the place, um, but him as a superhero, I've, I've always liked because he's a fucking god of thunder, bro. No, I mean, I, I like the idea of Thor. I always thought it was a little weird them like putting the Norse mythology stuff in the superhero movie. So I was a little iffy on it. And this time, him just being a commanding force and he has that new axe and everything and he's just going to town on people. Like literally almost killed Thanos. Who's but, let me ask you this? Ask me. Thanos love, love has Thor the now. power to destroy obviously half the universe. Why doesn't he just create twice as many uh planets? Yeah, a lot of people have been asking that. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Let's split the universe in two. Now we got twice the room. Which we'll universe do you want to jump into? On each planet. Dude. Now Earth is 10 times the size. Fuck. Where do you want to live? Not even 10 <laughs> times the size. Just like, fuck the deserts. Like, here's just 10 times the resources. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably because of that trauma and shit that he experienced back on his home planet. He just thought there was no other way to do it. Man, that just, it makes it, it's almost like they should have left out that one part where they, um, they basically had Thanos and he was dead. No, I think that's part of the point, man. Ah, dude, I don't care what the fuck happens. You are, you're fighting for 50% of the fucking galaxy and you're worried about one person who's already dead, by the way. That's the whole point, though. That, it, I like know that, it's the whole the point, but it's thing. the stupidest, shittiest move I've ever heard. That's the whole human thing is that you can't set aside that emotion and shit to do what you need to do. It's the whole human thing, fucking up. Yeah. Mistakes. <laughs> Mistakes. I like it. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, but I like it. And I love that Star-Lord was the one to do it because he's super emotional and off the cuff and uh, irrational and all that stuff. 
Where's his dad at? He, his dad was a goddamn galaxy, wasn't he, or some shit? Yeah, he died at the end of Guardians 2. I, did, I didn't he, watch that. They killed though. him. Ah. Yeah, it got kind of wacky at the end, but he's dead. No, Star-Lord definitely screwed up. Like, there's no doubt about that. Like, he fucked up. But that's, I think the, he did that on purpose. Well, he didn't do that on purpose. They put that in the story on purpose because that's the whole thing. Is like, he's part human. That's what humans do. They put their own needs or their own loves or emotions and friendships and stuff over uh, over the greater good. I get it. That's why it's I need just, people like Vision uh, that have no... Like, he loves Scarlet Witch, but he has to think rationally. It's like, man, he's probably just kill me. I got a soul stone in my head. Which also doesn't make sense. Why don't you just not die and defend it rather than, I'll just die and then he'll get it right away. <laughs> they were trying to figure out a way to get it out of him and still have him uh, live. That right, was the whole reason they the went same, to Wakanda That's the same the idea place. as, we'll, we'll keep this uh, soul gem in this, in this uh, chest that no one can open. But he might steal the, the chest that no one can open. Oh, we better open it up and, and hide it somewhere else. What are you doing? Keeping the goddamn just, thing. It's Thanos with four out of the five stones. He could have just walked up and grabbed it out of his forehead. Mm. That was the whole thing. They were trying to get it out of him. That's the whole reason they were in Wakanda. They're trying to get it out of him while keeping him alive. The whole... Well, and, and there was an end game there because they were trying to destroy the stone. Yeah, Not, no, he couldn't get it. So let me let me ask you. Well, but they, they had were to trying get it to review out of him first, and then yeah. destroy it while him staying alive. That's why uh, T'Challa's younger sister was trying to analyze him and do all that shit to take it out while he to keep him alive while they took it out. That's why they were in Wakanda in the first place. Man, they should just stepped on Vision's head, got it over with. Yeah, that's one Sacrifice. thing where like rationally, yeah, like I I said I like Cap. I think it was just the beard because at the end of the day he was like trying to save Vision. Like, imagine if they just decided to kill Vision and destroy the stone. Like, yeah, that sucks because Scarlet Witch is, like, in love with him and everything. And Vision has to die, and Vision's pretty fucking sweet. But at the end of the day, he, Thanos doesn't get the last stone, so he can't do what he did. Right. That's why I don't get, like... I don't know if everybody inside the universe knew what was at stake. They thought maybe there was just this really strong guy that he was coming... They didn't know that he was trying to wipe out half the universe. So that's what I'm trying to like overcome that like Cap doesn't know what's exactly at stake. So and if he did know what's at stake, the soldier in him would come out and say, dude, nope, get rid of fucking vision. I'm sorry, man, but you're not even a human. You're not even fucking alive. You are literally just a, a, a living. You're, you're just like a representation of the stone in human form. You're not even alive. You're just a living uh, thing. Well, yeah, like he's a human <laughs> representation of the stone. He's not even like a thing. So get fucking rid of him. He's like an artificial body. Yeah. No, that that's uh. The more I think about it, I think I don't like Cap anymore because that was his whole his whole thing. It's like he wouldn't sacrifice Vision for the greater good. See, I don't know what side of the coin uh, a soldier would land on. Would you land on sacrificing that guy, or would you land on trying to save every single person? Yeah, see, yeah, the beard fooled me. I thought the I liked beard. Cap, but it, it was just the fucking beard and the hair. Because um, this is the re same reason I hated him in Civil War. Like, you will sacrifice endless casualties to save your one friend just because you grew up together, which I get. Like, if people are trying to kill you, I'd probably try to help you out. But at the end of the day, if you're a soldier and, like, half the world is going after 
your friend because he killed Tony Stark's parents, you should probably just let him take him to jail. And if Thanos, the fucking mad titan of the galaxy, is coming to kill Vision for the stone, you should probably just sacrifice Vision to destroy the stone. And if Scarlet Witch is pissed, you'd just be like, eh, sorry. Dude, you know exactly what should happen is Doctor Strange should just fucking teleport Vision into the core of the goddamn Earth. Boom, done. Don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Everything's done, gone. You could do the same thing with fucking uh, um, Thanos. Yeah. Trick him into like tripping into like 10 portals and then just have him end up in the sun. Why can't you do that? Yeah, that's a little bit of a plot hole that I've been trying to avoid just because... We can... Well, and I don't want to say that... That's sorry. a plot hole everywhere. Like, why does Invader just choke the entire galaxy? Uh, Jamie's <laughs> saying he could still reverse time. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, Doctor Strange could have fucking done that the whole fucking movie until he said, no, you could please take the stone. Ugh. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and even though I have been, it's sh- like shit on it because of there's plot holes. I'm trying to legitimize like characters in the universe were put into the situation. This is what they had to do. Right. Uh, so uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to see um, what happens, obviously. And with the core, the original like five or six people plus um, Rocket, we'll <laughs> yeah. see... Uh, We'll see what happens, but... Well, now Thor is fully god form. But no, I know what you mean. Um, oh, fuck, I was just going to say something. Jammy just said, uh, oh, no, Thanos has uh, plot armor. Yeah. That shit, that shit's strong as fuck. It's true. I've seen Very that true. before. Fuck, I was just going to say something. <sighs> see, even uh, Matt Keegan said, my 11-year-old son said the same thing about teleporting Thanos into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> So you have the uh, IQ of an 11-year-old. Or the 11-year-old has an IQ of Mopon. Ooh, is that worse or better? Uh, he's he's <laughs> fucked. He's fucked. No, I know what you mean. I, I was trying to not be uh, particular about the fighting because I thought they did a good job. Yeah. Like, I thought the Thanos was great. Is, is supposed to be unstoppable destruction of the galaxy. They, they did a good job of balancing that with the Avengers and the Guardians and their powers and keeping that stuff in line. So I thought that was cool. I was trying not to pick it apart too much. Um, Oh, here's what I was going to say. A lot of this lends itself to the Avengers and everybody were very scattered. I think if they like were able to sit down and make a plan like Tony and Doctor Strange could get everybody together and make a plan before Thanos showed up, that would make a big difference. But everything felt scattered because they all of a sudden, like it went quick. Like, Hulk crash lands into the Sanctum Santorum, and all of a sudden, like, they're stuck on a ship going to Titan. So the fact that they couldn't get things planned out as well as they wanted to, I think, is because everything was scattered and spread out as far as it was. They couldn't really, like, strategize and plan. Right off the fucking bat. Tell me about it. Doctor Strange has that stone. You have unlimited time. Yeah, see, that that is one plot hole. Like, you just go back in time a little bit. Like Hawk yeah. lands. Oh, that sucks. Let's go back in time an hour and then plan. Exactly. Yeah. I guess well, that Hawk be- lands tells us, yeah, everything. <laughs> Let's go back 30 fucking years and plan this shit. I don't care. But the way you yeah. do that, when you do that, everything, it's butterfly effect. Now you're in just a whole different thing. Yeah. Then uh, everything changes. So, yeah, we'll, <sighs> we'll see. Goddamn butterflies affecting everything. Yeah, that's some interesting Jesus. shit. No, I loved it, though. I Like I said uh, before we started diving into it in detail, the fact that they 
made a movie that hinged on 18 other movies over the past 10 years, I think was a gamble. And the fact that they killed almost everybody was a gamble and it paid off. And I, I'm really glad that they did that because I'm just, I'm sick of the building up a movie like, oh, the hero's in danger, but you always know that at the end of the day, the hero's going to win. And this time, no, they didn't win. Star-Lord fucked it up and then half the people turned to ash. And if you don't know what happens in the Infinity War comic, like me, I don't know. Everyone's dead. Half people are dead. Whatever. So that was awesome. It's cool. Good change of pace. Poor Spider-Man. Yeah, I know. That was that was the saddest one. Like I'm I'm upset that all the new people are gone, but most of all Spider-Man because he was trying. I I just rewatched the movie. He was trying so hard the whole time just to do the right thing. All he wanted to do was be a hero and like help people and make the world a better place. And he, of course, turns to a goddamn campfire. So sad. Yeah. I thought uh, his character was probably the most solid character out of all the Avengers. Made sense. Like, he is a teenager. His standalone film was perfect, and he was worried about teenager things. And then once this whole big war starts happening, Tony doesn't want him to get involved, but Mm -hmm. like he says... I can't be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man with no neighborhood. Yeah. And, and Tony's like, fuck. All right. Hop along Cassidy over here. Let's, let's jump on board. <laughs> no, nah, man, it was great. It was good. So were you saying that we're going to have to rank this shit? What do, I mean, the only thing is it does it break your top three of uh, superhero movies. Dude, I honestly, I don't know if I want to do this before I see it again. It's hard to say. I mean, right now, it doesn't for me, so my top three uh, remains the same. I would agree. Right now, it doesn't, but I think it was such an intense movie with so many things happening that I have to really see it again before I can say, like, yeah, it's probably my number two Marvel movie. It's up there, though. I mean, to be fair... It's pushing. It's just uh, so intense. Half of everybody dies. Finally, they get it. Let's, Mm -hmm. like, fucking kill some people off. Also, the culmination, like, that's one thing I've been waiting for since Guardians came out, like the imagination of the guardians meeting up with the, all the heroes from earth was huge. And I think thought they fucking nailed that. Um, yeah, that's man. a, that's a, that's a big thing to do because when you see the guardians movies, there's a whole bunch of species with a whole yep. bunch of planets and all this shit. And then you go to an iron man movie. They have no fucking clue what's out there. Right. So the fact that it all comes together is it's cool and it, um they pulled it off. Yeah, it's such a large universe for them to pull everything together but but like Jamie just said like looking at this as a standalone movie is it's not it's impossible. Yeah. That's what makes it hard to rate, man. It does. Um I would give it the movie itself I would give a 3 out of 3 from our rating system. I thought it was extremely high standards and they met all of them they pulled it off they brought everybody together they killed off a lot of people they met the culmination of 10 years of marvel movies um so movie wise it's three out of three as far as ranking it in my favorites uh i don't know if i can do that yet next time next time what do you say three out of three two out of three <sighs> I don't know if I can actually put a number to it. That's fair. Because I, I want to give it a two, but obviously I, I want to see it again. Yeah. 
So, it, I mean, obviously it was really fucking good. I just need to wrap my head around it. So three, uh, I don't know. So <laughs> it's hard to say it is. Um, yeah. And I don't, <sighs> Jamie's already yelling at me. He said, mulling <laughs> on a two. That's wild. But it's, it's, it's just because there's so much that happens. And while I call them plot holes, eh, there really aren't, you know, they got to make a movie. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's not pulling how many fucking movies in from over 10 decades, 10 decades, 10 years. <laughs> um, you're you're going to have some plot holes that just don't make sense. But yeah, I think I think you just got to put your mindset. You got to you got you got to have the mindset of if I were in that position in that universe, you are so limited. We're looking from the fucking hourglass from the outside, looking in, understanding how everything's moving all at the same time. If I were capping that movie, you got to think uh, there's a guy named Thanos and he's coming from the outside, outside the universe somewhere. I don't know. You don't know what the fuck to plan for. How are you supposed to know? He's got <laughs> stones. Well, what do the stones do? We have no fucking clue. Let's fucking let's just prepare an <laughs> army. So he fucking tries to prepare an army and he fucking. I don't know. I don't know. And even when you said uh, <laughs> Thanos. Uh, when Captain America stopped Thanos is like crush dude I think that lasted a half a second and then Thanos tossed him to the side like a fucking piece of shit yeah possibly but the fact that he stopped it at all and Thanos was surprised by that just lends to how mysterious Captain America's actual strength is is that it or is it the fucking leotard he's fucking wearing and Thanos thought he was just a common human so he he just he just let the weight of his fist come down and he actually stopped it he's like who the fuck is this Sandy bitch. Made out um, of Laffy Taffy, motherfucker. Made out of fucking yeah, yoga pants I don't know. I just here. thought that was interesting. Like I said, I, I I thought I liked Cap. The beard fooled me. After thinking back on this, again, he was willing to sacrifice the greater good to save one person that he used to work with. So I think that's pretty frustrating. Um, but I am still very interested and captivated by like his strength. We still don't know. And we've talked about that before. Like, you, you don't know. Just all of a sudden, like, you just think he's a strong dude with big muscles that could run fast. Now he can stop fucking Thanos with the gauntlet. Anyways. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a cool aspect. And believe me, I, even though I'm not a huge Cap fan, when that happened, it was just yeah, like, was like, oh, oh shit. damn, he can actually do shit. Yeah. And or Thanos isn't quite as strong as everybody uh, makes him out to be. So either way, it was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Ta- the tables are turned or are leveled out at least a little bit. Um. No, it was it was fantastic. Jamie's uh, trying to rip me a new asshole over here. Uh, <laughs> elaborate on why it wouldn't be a three without a, the superhero element. He said, like as a movie without the MCU lore that is affecting, that it's affecting. Um, it's a three. It's weird. It's weird because it's not weird. if if I want a perfect movie, it's gonna have a beginning, middle, and an end. Yeah, this just had a beginning and this a half. This had a, a fucking climax from. 30 seconds into and which is fun. It's amazing. It looked great. Everybody died. So, I, I mean, I got what I fucking wanted. Well, that means um, Empire can't be a three either. And that just doesn't make any sense. Why? Because it doesn't have a full end. It, it does have a beginning, middle of an end. Well, then so does this. Thanos does what he wanted to do. If Thanos is the protagonist, like I mentioned, like we follow his journey through the whole thing, sacrifices his daughter to get the power, and then he does it. Kills everybody, and then he's chilling on a fucking rice farm, chilling. 
Listen, these guys, I didn't even say it was a two or three or anything. <laughs> That's true. You were just thinking. So I was like, I need to watch it again. And they're yeah. going to chill and everything's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just I need to see it again. One, because like I said, it's like three hours straight of just shit blowing up and people dying. So yeah. I need to sit back and just say, all right, well, let me focus on maybe Thanos this time, which obviously most people did the first time around. But honestly, I was focusing on the heroes. I wanted to see what happened with the heroes, who was dying, you know, what they came up with. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm just. Uh, I'm cool know. with the three. I'm, and I'm also excited to see it again. So. That's it. Yeah, these guys are really fucking pissed over here. <laughs> Shinobi. Um, but just letting you know. No, and like I said, I think I I think from a storytelling point of view, which is unfair for a movie to be part one, because I think it's weird that this is a movie because it doesn't feel like a setup movie. It's it not. seems like the ten movies or whatever you want to say them, the movies before this was the setup. They were. This is the empire of the universe, and then we're it gonna is. get part two, which goes in the yep. good guys way. Yep. yep. Um. So, yeah, I I don't know. I'll have to see it again. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably okay. between a two and a three. So let's just call it two and a half on a, on a, I saw it three weeks ago and I don't remember what the fuck happens. Ratings cool. kill. Cool. I'm okay with that. I'm glad you finally saw it though. It was awesome. Yeah. I just don't have another six hours to sit down and go yeah. fucking watch it again and watch Deadpool. Jesus. Yeah. I've yeah. heard very, very good things about Deadpool. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's going to be sweet. I've actually heard that it's potentially better than the first one. I've also heard that. Like, impossible for any movie to do outside of Ace Ventura. So, (laughs) yeah. Sweet. Well, that's good. Infinity War was fucking awesome. Um, I think we're wrapping this shit up. Episode 144. Remember a few things. Um, Patreon. Check that out. Patreon.com says Rogue Squad Pod. Next giveaway for May is going to be next week. Um, And then also... Star Wars Celebration is coming up. So if you're interested in going with that, going to that, and you're a patron or a friend of the podcast, you want to go as a group, we're trying to get things planned up here in the next uh, week or so before tickets go on sale. So let I like us know. How, I like how you have to separate them. If you're a patron or, or a, a friend, friend of the podcast. You know, our friends, they don't pay us, so they're not patrons. So there's the difference. There's a, there's a strong divide there. Um, but if you're thinking about going, let us know. Hit us up. Email us or whatever. And we can uh, plan things and get a giant animal house situation happening in Chicago. So let's just get a giant. Fuck it. Yeah. Just uh, Peter Dinklage from infinity war. It's coming. <laughs> Obi Kenobi. That's about it. I'm excited for solo, man. Even though I said I wasn't, Four I, days. Uh, the Four fact days. that it's, it's right around the corner is cool. It is cool. Four days. Um, what's, what's happening after this? So I don't know. Solo comes out and then it's just fucking nothing for six months. Pretty much. Okay. All right. You got it. <laughs> Jesus, Austin, jackass power. <laughs>